If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No. Is that not it? No. I don't know how to do that one. Oh my God. Am I doing it wrong? Man of the Year. Man of the Year. Man of the Year. Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Matt Ritter. I'm Aaron Cairo. Aaron. I decided something for the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Is it what we're going to order for lunch? No, it's what we are. You and I are the world's first friendship billionaires. Really? Yeah. I, I, I got to check my bank account. No, no, you are. Okay. I know you are. Okay. Listen, I always see all these people on Instagram, like all these gurus, like, do you want to be a billionaire? Do you want to this, that? And the other thing, I'm like, do you want to be a friendship billionaire? Listen to this podcast. Okay, let's hear it. No, we're rich in friendship. Oh, oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're rich in friendship. We're super rich in friendship. We're so wealthy in friendship. We have friendship yachts. I think our cup does overflow. I thought you'd be more excited to be uh, called a friendship billionaire. Well, I thought there was going to be more no, to I it. No, I just thought we were going to get t-shirts like yeah. friendship billionaires. Yeah, I mean, I love that. I think that what we have to do now is pay it back. Yes. We're going to be the friendship billionaires who sign the, the giving, giving pledge. pledge. Okay, that, that we just made up on the spot. There we go. Yeah. So, um, I have a first order of business. Okay. Okay. I'm single. I mean, this is what I, I always like to mention that. I always like to mention yeah. that. So Ooh. keep, keep setting your setup. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. We need to get this guy married off now, out of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> when, um, you're single, that's a public, that's public knowledge. People say, are you seeing anyone? Yeah. Uh, you might say to someone, uh, do you know anyone to send me up with? I'm yes. single. Or you, you, Matt, might say to somebody, hey, I want to set you up with somebody. Yes. Why don't we do that for friendship? I love this. So I love this. <laughs> uh, a lot of our listeners are looking to make new friends, maybe move to a new city. Maybe they're lonely, if we're, if we're being honest. But if, you don't usually say, hey. I'm looking for a friend. I'm looking for a friend. Or do you know anyone you could introduce me to? And I'm wondering if maybe we could start normalizing that. Normalize mandates. Yeah, normalize mandates or women dates. Yeah, or anything dates. It's interesting. The friend dates. The the friend date or the mandate or the woman date. That's almost like the second step. The first step is like normalize talking about it. Exactly. I love this. You know who is a little bit ahead of the curve on this now that I'm thinking about it? Yeah, moms. <laughs> okay. You know, like I remember when I moved to LA and I didn't have any other friends other than you, you know, like the only person who was like preaching that I needed friends, 
my mom's all about like, man, I met this guy. He lives in LA or I met a woman. Her son lives in LA. You should call him. That was it. No details. Like, yeah. Yeah. There was never enough like info for, for me to make like an informed decision about whether I should call him. But she was always on the lookout and always she's, I think moms have always been doing this. Like they've always been on the lookout for just making sure their, their children are well taken care of in, in friend circles. But, but here's the thing. That's almost, again, one step past. It's only because your mom knew, knows you. Right. You want to normalize just out there to everybody. Right. Like, how do we, or how does guys, or, or women, but how yes. do guys- Advertise. Um, yeah, advertise or make it known that they're in the market for friends. How do we go about So that's what we're going to decide right now. Yeah. I love this. Okay. So first of all, you, I, I think you do tell your family though. I do think that's a good one, right? I mean, I do, I do think like, cause like I said with moms, like it's almost like cute that like they're already doing that anyway. But like, I think if we start pushing that even more, like instead of being embarrassed that your mom's doing that or your siblings are doing that, like let's, let's push that as like at the very baseline, your family's got to be out there telling everybody you moved to LA or Chicago or Denver or whatever. Can I, can I back you up a little bit even farther? Yeah. Sorry, I keep doing this. It's okay if you're lonely. Yes. Or if you don't have friends or if you don't have enough friends or your friends don't live in your city. Not only is it okay, that's our whole purpose for this podcast, existing. We want everybody to know, hey, like, it's okay if things aren't going great in your friendship universe. Like, it's not always great in our universe either. Like, I'm lonely a lot of the time and we have a good circle of friends. The, uh, the stat that launched this podcast is 15% of American men have no close friends. Yeah. So if you're feeling that, it's very common. Not alone. Should not be embarrassed. And let's help you make yeah. new friends. Let's do it. Yeah. So I think the first step is like, it's fine. It's okay. Let's do things that may seem outside of the box. Like, hey, the Surgeon General is coming up with a whole game plan. Why can't we? Yeah. So I think mentioning it to your family is important. Um, Mentioning it to your coworkers. Like that. Now, what's the difference between becoming friends with your coworkers and then using or just telling them that, you know what I'm saying? A situation where your coworkers are not available to be your friend. Right. Maybe they're married with children. Maybe they're a lot older. Like they could just be in a, totally a lot younger. younger. Yeah. Your boss could be a lot younger. Yeah. Uh, you could just be in yeah. a totally different phase of life where it's like, Actually, it works to your advantage. So there's no awkwardness there. Right. Where it's almost like they're a, a family, you know, like they're like the, you're like a stepchild to them in some way, you know, like your mentor or yeah. something, you know, you'd be like, look, I, I, you know, I, I love this job. I love everybody here. I wish I had a more active social life. Do you know anybody who shares these interests in, of mine? Right. The interest-based inqu inquiry is always yeah. good. I like that. But, but then the flip side is, right. What you're talking about, like it could get awkward if you're like, hey, do you know anybody I could be friends with? Not you. Right. <laughs> Except you, other than you. Right. Well, I mean, first step is to try to become friends yeah, with, right. with them. Right. Um, but we're talking about advertising that you want friends. So you could advertise to your coworkers, I guess, on some level that you want are open to friendship yeah. with them. Yeah. Right. Like before we're saying, hey, help set me up. We could also be advertising to your coworkers that I'm available to do stuff. Right. So how do you do that? Well, if you have a coworker that you're interested in. As a friend. As a friend. 
what's our what's our rule? Be the friend. Invite him out. You got to invite him out. By the way, a family member of mine does not have a lot of friends that you could say there he falls into the 15 the dreaded 15%. Okay. He did something I was very impressed with. There was a uh raffle for big concert uh-huh. at MSG. And he went up to another coworker that he's friendly with, not friends with. Yeah. And said, how about this? If I win, I'll take you. If you win, oh. you take me. And the other guy won. Wow. That's took great. Him. That's great. Could be the beginning of a new friendship. Yeah. But I like that as like, oh, I wouldn't have thought, I would not have thought to do that. So shout out to my family member. You know who you are. Um. You know, it's always good to be like, I'm getting a drink after work. Right. Do you want to join? And if they don't join, that's totally fine. Right. But I like what you're talking about too, of like, okay, so if your coworkers aren't available, they're also another resource to pimp you out. Right. So friends of friends is another tenant. And that sort of gets what we're talking about, which is mandates or setups. Right. Like the way that you treat that single person Essentially, what you're saying is the way that we treat that single person in our friend group, the way we're like, okay, we all have to focus on getting Aaron somebody and do that for friends. Right. Exactly. Here's a hypothetical. Like Jesse and I just had a baby. Yeah. We're not going to be available to do some of the things that, you know, like you may want to go to a concert on a weeknight. We can't go. Right. Like the hypothetical. It's like, okay, actually, we know another single guy. I'm just saying just phase of life things again, or it could just be interest things. Like, you know, when we talk about, oh, go meet your friends where they are. Well, sometimes- they just don't want to do some of the things you want to do. An outdoor mountain biker, Cairo loves CrossFit. He used to love CrossFit. You did that Tough Mudder. I wasn't into Tough Mudder. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a friend who likes Tough Mudder. You guys should meet. Why is that a problem? I think that part of that is ownership over your friends. It's like the friend to friend thing. <laughs> Cannot imagine you doing a Tough Mudder. Well, wasn't there a thing where they like they tase your balls? Theo, do you know what Tough Mudder is? Never heard of it. <laughs> and he's done 10Ks. And so Tough Mudder is like time. an obstacle course, like Spartan Race. You've heard of that? Yeah. So you, it's like a 10-mile course. You're like in underbar wire. Right. There wasn't, that was the one I didn't like. You're wet. The one I don't like being wet. You're wet. You're muddy. And then at the end, you they run. They tease your balls. No, that you run through a uh, like a setup where there's all these live wires hanging yeah, out. Yeah, that was it. And it stuns yeah, you. Yeah, that, all the things. You know what I used to hate as a kid? The jerk off who would come to school with that little shocker. Hand feels thing. like something you would do. No, no, no. I would hit you with a sock. <laughs> I don't know. They're tricking. Right, right. Um, yeah, just this, you doing a tough matter. You would just die immediately. It's just the wet. Why did we do that? That the was wet. very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. popular. Um, I know. You, you're kind of, I pride myself on being the king of the fad, but you're also kind of a fad guy I did guy four too. of them. I did four of them. Yeah. But does that make you less of a fad guy if you've done it four times? Le- because it wasn't a fad. It was like yeah. a lifestyle for a hot second. Cairo goes too deep. Yeah. You know, he doesn't know when he's being fatted. <laughs> I go, no, this is cool. Yeah, this you're is like, normal. no, no, this is who I am now. I'm like, no, dude, it's going to be over in six months. Yeah. Don't get... Cairo's like, I still got my Lance Armstrong bracelet on. <laughs> <laughs> I got my lip strong. God, remember that? That was the original. Oh, viral. yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I love um, when you lie so deep that you don't even know. Yeah, you're like, no, no, no I'm not on roids. You're like yeah. popping back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Roger Clemens was like, I've never done roids. Like, dude... You gained 150 pounds of muscle. You're 49 years old. You throw 130 miles an hour. Barry Bonds was like, I'm not on roids. I just can't lift my fucking head anymore. But no, this is just all natural. But I think they probably actually don't think they- they No, they don't. I mean, Bill Clinton doesn't think he had sex with Monica Lewinsky. Like when you're 
a powerful liar. Yeah, powerful liar. I like yeah. how you you actually like you 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 you're saying it in a way that you respect. respect it. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Let, let's talk about this from the other perspective, which is that setting your friends up on mandates. Okay. And we're saying mandates. You know, many of our we just like that phrase. Yeah. Mandate. Anybody, no matter what gender, plato- sex, platonic or dates. We're, we're just saying platonic dates. Yeah, platonic dates. How do you go about setting up a friend? So you're saying, how do you actually bring it up or how do you do it? What's the, what are the steps? How do you do it? Like, let's say you have a buddy who moves to Cleveland yep. and you have a buddy in Cleveland. You want to set them up. Yeah. So I, I, I've done this before. Yeah. I, I, I just go, hey, you know, I think you'd get along with this friend of mine. Can I put you guys on an email? Yeah. Can I put you on a text? Yeah. So first of all, double opt-in, right? Just like Kiro loves the double opt-in. Kiro hates when somebody, he gets a text or it's like, I was told I could be your best friend. <laughs> Honestly, someone just like w- wanted to set me up and she was like, uh, you should meet my friend, whatever, Lisa. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she goes, here's her number. I'm like, you didn't, you, for, who is this person? Because they're saying they don't want to do the bare minimum of the setup. Yeah. What Kara's really saying is if you're going to help somebody, help them. Yeah. Do the bare minimum of the setup. If you're like, hey, this person is lonely. They don't have any friends. Don't just throw them a phone number. Right. Hey, hey, you need a job? Here's a resume. Yeah. What? Even for a mandate, there should be a very minimum dossier. This is my buddy, Jim. Yeah. He lives in Cleveland. Yep. He's 20, he's 36. Yep. He loves, uh, you know, wine tasting. Maybe even throw a picture so you can recognize him at the bar. Right. And then you guys should grab a beer. Two sides of this coin. One is do the bare minimum, give them a little bit. Yeah. But the flip side is, if you're the person who's now agreed that, hey, I'm going to be open to friend dates, yeah. don't be particular about it. Like, come on. Somebody's going out of their way to help you. Like, don't ask too many questions. That's the flip yeah. side. Yeah. This is, I- not, this is not a date for relationship, for marriage, for that. This is a date for somebody who could be friends with. The, the bar should be a little lower. You should be a little more open. Like, my point is some people are like, oh, I don't know. if Cairo is very particular about it. Setups. We we try to throw them setups. He's like, nah, I don't like it. We talk about with women or yeah, with women. Oh, okay, okay. So my point is, a lot of people are very particular about who they will be set up with on a relationship. If we're gonna do this and we're gonna normalize setting people up on friend dates, I just want to put it out there that I think we should have a little bit more of a open mindedness. If you're on the receiving end, it's like, hey, you're lonely. We're trying to help. Be a little bit more open about who you could go on a friend date with. Because like, so what if it doesn't work out? Big deal. The bar is lower for a friend date than a romantic The stakes setup. are lower. Yeah. The bar is lower. The stakes are lower. Because also, as you always say, a friend doesn't have to be everything to you. Right. This could be someone you're just going to go to You can be with. very polygamous. Yes. Exactly. Very you're gonna polygamous. You're multiple friends. Um, I just want to go back one, one more time to when you're the person who needs the friends. Um, you know, One way I was thinking about that you can just express that you're looking to be set up is, yeah, I actually don't know that many people in town. Do you know anyone? Yes. Because do you know anyone is, I will just say that for romantic relationships too. They just imply, they, they get it. Right. Do you know anyone? Yeah. Do you know anyone? Yeah. You and I have, have um, experiences out in the, in the field when we're talking about the podcast. You'd be surprised how many people do know someone. Yes. Because other guys don't have friends. Right. So when we've just out and we're going to, you know, try to set somebody up in a little bit, People will be like, oh, yeah, I have like three friends in, in Cleveland who, well, 
then they would know each other. Yeah. But I have, I have, I have a friend in Cleveland who doesn't know anybody. So yeah, if you have three friends in Cleveland, they definitely all know. There's no way you can right. have three separate friends in Cleveland right. who don't know each other. Impossible. Right. Oh, God, Cleveland is really. I like really... Cleveland Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, I really? spent nine hours there. Yeah. Cleveland's not, not great. So you sound like Joakim Noah. You ever see that interview? We got to pull up that interview. It's amazing. They were asking him about if he's like had a good time in Cleveland when he was playing on the Bulls and they were in the playoffs. He goes, do you like Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Cleveland fans. Yeah. Uh, Every time I look out my window, it's, it's pretty depressing out here, man. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. I got a lot of friends. I from, like the fans. I have a lot of friends from the Cleveland area, actually. Like, no, you don't. Yes, I do. Shout out Kravitz. Okay. Shout out Jay yeah. Hawkman. Okay, but how many of them live in Cleveland now? I say one or two. <laughs> but sorry, I was just going to say, do you know anyone is a good line? And also, because you're going to be getting self-conscious. Well, no, one, yes, people do know someone. Yeah. Because other guys are lonely. Right. I, I apologize. I interrupted. I don't even know what I was saying. We were talking about mandates, uh, making the setup, double opt-in. Yeah. And if you're set up on a mandate, I think you keep it very simple. It's like, hey, nice to meet you. Let's grab a beer. Yep. Let's go for a bike ride. Yep. Like keep it very simple. Yep. You're going to have to take the, the uh, brunt of the plan making. Yep. But just fine. Yep. And then you're going to hang out with another dude who you don't know. Yep. And that's okay. Here's my rules for that. Okay. Oh, here wait. Ritter rules. Ritter rules. Yeah. Don't go too deep too fast. <laughs> but also try and get a little past the surface. Oh, you're talking about- On the date. Oh, okay. Got it. If we, if we manage to get on a new mandate with a new friend- Keep it light. Keep it light. Keep it positive. People don't want to be around a complainer or a whiner. They have enough of that in their life as it is. Right? They want to hear good stuff, positive stuff, fun stuff. Uh, you know, bring something to talk about. I mean, I think the activity you choose um, will help a lot. Yeah. Like if you're, going to the, if you're going to the bar, make sure there's a game on. We talk about the third thing which is when you're having a conversation with a stranger, talking about yourself is the first thing, talking about them is the second thing, but talking about a third party is the third thing. The game on the, on the television, their new car, you know, something else. Something, something you like. Yeah. So, you know, I go back and forth on this of like, sometimes I want to do things and meet my friends where they are. But for this, I think you want to do something that you are excited about. Yes, passion, excitement. Yes, because that actually will put you in... Your best light. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like you go to a sports bar to meet a guy for a game and you don't know anything about right. the NBA. Right. It's just like a stretch. So let me, let me give you two, two, two scenarios. One, uh, if you're not into the NBA, don't suggest that as the man. Right. But if for whatever reason, the other guy suggests something, just be curious. Yeah. Ask questions. Okay. So you're saying okay with that? I say no. I say figure out something that will work better. Well, if the other guy is like, listen, I'm going to the game. I'm going to the bar to watch the game. Do you want to come? You're going to say no? No, I guess you're going to say yes. Yeah. I'm, but, going, I'm going against my advice. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, I would go on a mandate and, uh, you know, he's like, I'm going to go watch cricket or something like that. I'm going hunting. We're shooting deer. And you're like, I don't, Ugh. I'm a vegan. Like, would yeah. you do that? <laughs> I don't, I honestly don't know if I would go hunting. What? You wouldn't? Have you ever been hunting? Yeah, it's great. I just, 
I, uh, I don't I don't like guns. Uh, that's right. I forgot what cuck you are. Cuck. Cuck alert. Yeah. I don't like guns and I don't like killing animals. No, it's, it's just... you, you're the fucking dog lover. I know. I know. It's tough. It's tough. I've never gone hunting. I just said it. To see oh, my <laughs> God, man. I can't believe you. I believe you. I know. You know what? I, I feel like powerful I liar. <laughs> Somewhere Bill Clinton smoking cigar goes. No, that's a lie. Yeah, yeah. It's he, fun. He's proud of me. I wonder Please. if you sense because I was about to start probing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, so what did you hunt for? <laughs> rabbits, <laughs> rabbits. No, but I would. I would. I would. You would. Hunting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm saying, like, we're just talking about what do you do? How do you plan this mandate? Let's get. Let's keep it to the. We're trying to help you plan a mandate. I think you should. Throw out something. If you're the one planning it, plan something that you like to do. Don't just say, hey, let's go to a sports bar if that's not something you're into at all. Yeah. Now, what do you, because you know, I have very specific planning protocols. And for normal planning, I shoot six weeks out, weeks out. I think for a mandate, it's like, it's to be more cash. It's to be like the next couple, next week or so. Yeah. Like don't, don't sit around on it. Right. Right. It's It's a hot, it's a warm lead. Hey, it's a warm lead. Yeah. You got the Glengarry leads. Don't lose them. Don't burn them. Yeah. Theo? I'm familiar with the Glengarry Leeds, okay. yes. Oh, okay. is that what you were asking? If you knew the Glengarry yeah. Leeds? Yeah, yeah. What, is, what, is, what are they from? Always be closing. Yeah, but Glen what is Gary, that from? Glengarry, Glen Ross. Oh, you got, got it. He's got hey, it. Hey, well. By the way, producer- Do you think he's doing like 90s, like Jeopardy level research I don't now know. to like know stuff? I don't know what producer Theo is doing, but he's 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 lost weight. He's watching I Love the 90s every week when he's- I home. was on I Love the 90s. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He doesn't know what I Love the 90s is. Correct. No idea. Yeah. It was like a VH1 clip show about the 90s. Big credit. Yeah. I mean, he was born in 96. That's every comic in New York's biggest credit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mine was Man. The Maverick Channel. Maverick Channel. Yeah. (laughs) I love how you, I'll never forget. I don't even remember my stand up Maverick Channel. Yeah. Um, What were we talking about? Oh, mandates. Yeah. So just quick, simple follow up. Let's do this. How about this? How do you, how do you, how do you close the mandate? What do you mean? Like, how do you close it? How do oh, you once close you're it on out? the date. Yeah, once you're on the date, you're having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Do you, do, you, do you suck face? No, I think uh, <laughs> I, I think if it goes well, I mean, listen, it's, it's, there's two options. Like if it's a romantic date, you want to lock in the next date on the existing date. Right, that's what I'm asking. What are the rules for a new friend, friend date? Do you lock in the next date at that time? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure about this one. Yeah, I don't think you have to. Yeah. I think you can let it settle for a minute. Yeah. Kind of figure out if this person's, you know, somebody, don't overthink it, but just, yeah. you know, be like, all right, yeah, do I want to, you know, have this person around to do this activity that I like? It could just be that activity-based friend. Like, hey, just my Elks Club buddy. Right. But if something comes up like, oh man, we both love uh, Bush, yeah. you know, and, and then you look and they're playing. Oh, the little things that kill a little. Do you know who Bush is? It's going to be a no on Bush. That's a no. You don't know uh, glycerine? It's going to be a no. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, what do you say, Listerine? <laughs> <laughs> the mouthwash? Glycerine. I don't, I don't really know what glycerine is. Yeah, I don't is. really know. It was just so a word. So it could be Listerine. It was a word. It was just May a word. as well be Listerine. Uh, I, I can't wait anymore. Can we please take a listener? Question? Oh, you're going to love this one. Asking for a friend. All right, guys, this is Asking for a Friend. If you have a friendship question or ethical dilemma, Hit us up on Instagram at Man of the Year Podcast, and we will answer on the show. But this is actually a very special edition of Asking for a Friend in that we are going to 
try to set one of our listeners up on a mandate. So a guy, a listener reached out to us on Instagram and uh, sent us this message. We have a listener whose name is Max. He's 42 years old. He's married to an incredible lady who's one of his best friends, toddler and second kid on the way. So it sounds like outside realm, all things great in his life. Pretty social guy, but doesn't make close friends very often. Uh, unfortunately, his best friend passed away last year. When we talk about this. Friends die. You need to replace dead best friend. And he was the person that he needed. I know it's a little dark, but he was that person, you know, the, the go-to to talk or connect. But also because of that, he feels he's just been having a harder time making new friends, like just a little a bit of that stuff. Moved to a new city. Moved to Austin four years ago. Doesn't really have a friend group. He does uh, MTBing. I think that's mountain biking, CrossFit, hiking. Uh, has a couple third places. He's listening to the pod. Okay. Like, fully okay. listening. Beer garden, CrossFit gym. He's gregarious, affable. He thinks he's somewhat inadvertently intimidating. Um, really successful guy. Uh, works in tech, but he's really hardcore with his hobbies. And he thinks that he scares them away with his intense way of living. So this is Austin, Texas. Yep. 42, married, two young kids. Yep. Into like extreme, extreme workouts stuff. You might say Aaron's uniquely positioned to answer <laughs> this question. No, I thought this was right up his alley. But also I'm a new dad, so it's like kind of yeah, great for both of us. Yeah, he's in between both of us. And so just to be clear, because um, I, I, I absolutely love this, he, he reached out to us and he was kind of like, I'm going to put myself out there. I don't like that term, but I'm going to put myself out there. I don't really have any friends. Can you guys help? Yes. But also, let me just add this to context for what he does. He said that when he goes mountain biking, it's not casual. He's out there to go as hard as he can every time. Yeah. So first of all, I have to say to our listeners, if you're in Austin, Texas, and you think Max would be a good friend to you or one of your friends, we would love to make that happen. Please let us know. And we'll, we'll put you guys in touch. We want that to be sort of a recurring theme for the pod. It's not just asking for a friend to answer listener questions. It's like, we want to help you make friends. So if we can do that, you have somebody you know that you think needs a setup, needs to need some help, like message us, call us, email us. So the first question I have, and I don't know if you're sort of leading me to this as like a recovering CrossFitter myself. I appreciate that he has the intensity of his hobbies. You know, if someone asks, and I, and I use the gym as a third place, as a place to meet people, if I met a potential friend, and he wanted to do CrossFit with me, but that he was going to 125% every time. That would scare you off. It wouldn't scare me off, but I'd be like, I, I'm not, I can't do that. Right. So I'm, I, I wonder, and this is kind of becoming dating where it's like, do you, do you be your true self? Right. But it's also about compromise. Like if you have a buddy who's into CrossFit and he's super fun and cool, like you may have to do a, one workout a week. We're right. all going hate. So this reminds me of, the gym before all the CrossFit world, it was just like, you just go to the gym and work out with people. Yeah. And a lot of guys realized they didn't have to lift the same exact amount as their friend. Like you'll see somebody who benches 325 and he's working out with a guy benches 220. You take the plate off. Yeah. Like you accommodate, like you don't just have to work out with somebody that does the exact same amount of weight as you. By the way, not to be a CrossFit apologist, but that is what CrossFit is about. You can work out with someone who's an Olympic right. athlete. You're just, it's like, it's handicapped. Right. It's like uh, golf. Totally. Yeah. Same, same thing with golf. Not everybody who's a scratch golfer 
plays only with scratch golfers. But it sounds like he's, and, and I want to actually maybe see what you think about what I said, because I'm kind of thinking, I don't want him to change. But if you go and fucking balls to the wall in your BMX thing or whatever, like, what, what, what can I do? I can't do much with that if I don't also, if I'm not an extreme BMXer. It's tough. And he also, by the way, admits that he's so afraid of rejection sometimes in the friend hangs. He shies away from trying to level up with people he thinks are cool. Wait, level up or level down? Level up. He shies away from leveling up the friendship. Oh, no, no, oh, leveling oh. up the friendship. Oh, oh, oh. He shies away from making the next move. So it sounds like he, <laughs> I'm sorry. Funny, I'm he's extreme in workout, but he's. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm diagnosing him. He is afraid of rejection, which is totally yes. valid. And in order to not get rejected, he just goes, do, does loop-de-loops. And then the other person's like, well, I can't hang. In order to, in order to not get rejected, he's just doing one-arm curls. Yeah, he's doing fucking one-arm push-ups. Talking. Yeah, which is, you know, okay. I, yeah. I mean, I can, I, can, I can deal with that. Yeah. So, you know, and I would say this to Max, the fear of rejection is very real. In dating, in friendship, it's, it's just a very real feeling I can identify with. But I would say, what is worse? feeling rejected and awkward one time or feeling lonely or isolated long-term. It's a no-brainer when you look at it that way, right? Like you don't put yourself out there. You're just going to stay isolated. You put yourself out there. Yeah, it stings if somebody's like, whoa, a little too intense for me. I'm not going to hang out with this guy. And they're not going to say it to you. They'll just, you'll get it. Yeah, I think the, the, the sting of rejection in the friend mandate yeah. Is, is a lot different than in a romantic relationship. I agree. Like it doesn't, doesn't even really You can exist. let you live. Yeah. Um, but also sending this very, I thought, earnest message to us. Much respect. Like that was already way. Super respect to Max for sending this email to us. Like that's why I was like, yeah, we got to help this guy. It's already halfway there. Yeah. Like we got to help this guy. It seems like if you could sort of take what you've, message us and kind of apply it in real life, which is, you know, being authentic, first of all, but also realizing like, maybe you need to tone it down initially. Like, I think that's part of it, right? Like, you know, he's getting caught up, I think, in the idea of like, well, I got to be with extreme guys. Like, that's who I really am. And I think like what Kiro is saying, what I'm saying is like, even in the sports realm, even in the workout realm, there are a lot of people like at a CrossFit or at a Gold's Gym or at the tennis court or on the golf course. Like we're not all equal. And yeah, maybe in an ideal world, it's better to only get to play with somebody at your level for the competitiveness or whatever. But if the goal here is to make friends and you're kind of using your hobbies to make friends, then I think it's okay to be like, you know what? Why don't I just temper it a little bit? I'm going to get my workout in no matter what. Yeah. But like, can I just temper it a little bit on these? first couple encounters with this guy and then like make a friend, have that person be a friend and then do something outside of your realm where you're cementing the friendship. Like mm. if they have a daughter, you should go on a daddy and daughter date with them and their daughter. You know, if they have a kid so where you're getting personal and you're not having to be intense. That's you hit on something great, which is that maybe don't do those couple of on your mandate those couple of activities that you're so intense about. Right. Like get but if here. that's his hobby thing is, I think the main thing is he's missing that person to talk to on the phone. It's not about the person to mountain bike with. Right. But that's what I'm saying. So, uh, you know, you may have to do an activity that's not mountain biking. Right. To, to meet that, that person that's, that's the, you know, that you feel the deeper connection with that you feel like 
I just want to be able to call and schmooze with. Yeah. Well, we have friends that we're really close with who don't share our hobbies. Yes. yes. But I think he's just saying like, hey, I, this is where I traditionally right. make friends. I'd love to meet another person who likes these things, but I'm super intense about it. Right. I mean, look, in an ideal world, there's another guy out there that we're going to pair you up with that loves mountain biking, you know, doing the loop-de-loops and intense and you guys will be best friends and our work is done. Okay. Question for you. What about if you find somebody that's super intense, but it's, it's not, those are very specific yeah. interests. Like this guy loves to rock climb. Yep. Like, do you think that Max would be like, maybe I'll take this up or try it or we'll do that together? Or he's like, no, it has to be. Oh, I think if you're really entrenched in your hobbies, which sounds like he is, like right. mountain biking is, is his thing. Right. It would be ideal to find a mountain biker, you know, because then he, what now he's going to have to go rock climbing intensely. <laughs> right. But I think what all the alternative is like, okay, then maybe we're not going to use that to make our best friend. And maybe we're going to use the dad world. Maybe we're going to use some of these other worlds. And maybe that new person doesn't have to come rock climbing, doesn't have to come mountain biking with you. You know, you can just do a hangout at the house while your daughters are playing, while your kids are playing, and you can just connect on that level. And it doesn't have to be related to the mountain biking. I mean, look, it could be, but I'm saying, let's just open up to the possibility of like, maybe you'll just meet, meet this friend in a PTA meeting. Well, the dad friend, this potential dad friend could also just be a stopgap. He's still going biking and crossfitting. You'll still be meeting people yes. there. But like you need a friend now. Yes. yes. But he is really looking for a close friend. And I think that's I love that. what a lot of our listeners really want. Like they want a close friend. They want, you know, they want somebody that they really connect with. And it's not easy. That takes time. But I think you try, you exp experiment, Max. I think that's what we're really talking about right now is like, and we're trying to normalize the mandates. Let's just experiment. Let's experiment with taking it down a few notches with somebody who is, if somebody wants to mountain bike with you, go like lower your pace by half, <laughs> you know, like let's start there. Right. And let's see if you connect on a deeper level. Cause you can always put it up to 10, right. You can always put it up to 10. And like, as I said at the gym, like sometimes people aren't on the golf course, you may not be at the same level, but again, we're trying to build a deeper connection and the deeper connection doesn't have to be exactly with somebody who mountain bikes at a 10 out of 10. And if you are listening right now and you are in Austin, Texas, or know someone in Austin who could be a good match for Max. Outdoor city, a lot of outdoorsy people. Let us know, Instagram.com slash man of the year podcast. I can't wait to get the follow-up on that. Also, I want some of our previous asking for a friend people, tell us what's going on. Like the guy who was considering getting circumcised and his friends were like, should he do this for a girl? We're trying to talk him out of it. Can we find out what happened there? Yes, I need to know about the circumcision. <laughs> Asking for a friend. So we also want to add a little new segment, really short, just shout outs to our listeners who have been beep, 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 us. Beep, beep, beep. No. You, Is that not it? No. I don't know how to do that one. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> oh my God. Am I doing it wrong? I'll Keep never this do in, again. but. I'm never doing anything. Yeah. Anyway, so we want to give a shout out. This week's shout out, Tim McDonald. He saw us on Sunday. Stage four colon cancer survivor, part of a really cool group called Men Up to Cancer. These are people that are struggling, that have serious ailments, and they've gotten together, impacted by cancer, and they're providing support for each other. And I just fucking love that. And they're seeing real friendships form. And he said, 
huh, many of us realize it may not be a friend we have for long. That is, that really hits me to my core. And so I just wanted to give a shout out to Tim McDonald and Man Up to Cancer. All of you guys love you. Uh, proud of you guys. You said he saw us on Sunday? On Sunday today. On the Today, oh, the show. today show. Yeah. You saw us on the Today Show. Um, if you have any shout outs you want to give to a friend or a buddy or a loved one, hit us up on Instagram and we'll shout them out on the show. Uh, Matt, what do we learn today? Wow. We learned mandates. It's going to be a thing. We're making it a new thing. New normalize, normalize letting people know you need a friend. Yes. It's totally cool to admit or reveal or express that you're a little bit lonely, that you use some more friends. The easiest entree into that type of conversation to say, hey, do you know anyone? I love that. The other thing I think we learned is you want to put your best foot forward if you're going to go out there on friend dates. So do something you like because you'll shine. I guarantee you will be your best self if you're doing something you dig and it's up to you. But also be open. If somebody else chooses it, just you know, put your best foot forward there too. Unless you're a hardcore BMX bike rider and then like save it for the third mandate. Yeah. Uh, Theo, any fact checks, errors? This is our segment called Erroneous with Thelonious. Yeah, so redundant segment today because perfect show. Perfect show. Perfect show. No, you know who's not perfect? Theo, who's literally withering away before he's lost, us. He's lost too much weight. He's lost We're a lot about. of weight. He's not feeling well. He won't admit it. I don't know why he won't admit it. He knows that I know he's not. Kiro, in between segments, we said, Kiro somehow can sense everything. Kiro goes, I'm like a cat that can detect cancer. <laughs> you are. Oh, guys, that's our show. We have new merch for the first time ever, actually. Go to bonfire.com slash man of the year podcast and get our new t-shirts. We need that merch money. And remember, be good to yourself. Be good to your friends. Love, Love you, buddy. buddy.